This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday, the 31st of May. In your sport today, the State of Origin teams are in. The Swans will appeal Buddy's ban. The Celtics beat the Heat. And wood chopping for the World Trophy. This is your sport today. We're starting the show with State of Origin because we now know the lineups for Game 1 next Wednesday. Gabs, we talked a little bit about New South Wales' squad yesterday, so let's talk about Queensland now. Who's in? Look, there was a lot of interest yesterday morning when this team came out. That's because it's the first team that new coach Billy Slater has ever picked. Well, the big winners here are the Cowboys. They've got six players in the 22-man squad, and that includes Ruben Cotter and Jeremiah Nanai, who are set to make their Maroons debut. There are going to be a couple of other debutants here. Brisbane's Patrick Carrigan, he's going to come off the bench, and his Broncos teammate Selwyn Cobo will get a go after just 19 NRL appearances on the wing. Now, the only surprise here is that Ben Hunt's going to start at hooker, which means Melbourne's Harry Grant is going to come off the bench. Yeah, Slater explained that decision, saying Hunt has always played well for the Maroons. Uh, He's also leading the Dallium count this season as the comp's best player. So, Gabs, not many surprises there, but what about the Blues? Well, that's a different story. So the big shock came on Sunday night. We've already spoken about this when Josh Adokar was dropped, but we do now know why. Blues coach Brad Fittler, he said it was a really tough call, but he just couldn't go past Daniel Tupo, who he says has been the best winger for the past few years. Now, we also thought that Stephen Crichton would play next to Tupo at left centre, but he's actually going to make his origin debut from the bench. So instead, Jack Whiten, is going to play there because Fittler says he's never let the team down in the past. So many talking points and the series (laughs) hasn't even started yet. Uh, We have to wait until June the 8th for game one, which will be at a core stadium in Sydney. Gabs, 1 to 10. How excited are you for State of Origin game one? Uh, 16. Does that count? (laughs) Very excited. Switching codes, the Sydney Swans will fight the one match ban handed to their star forward Lance Franklin at the tribunal tonight. He's been charged with striking Richmond's Trent Cotchen, but this one ain't crystal clear, is it, Gabs? Uh, No, it's a little bit hazy, and that's because there isn't a camera angle that shows us exactly what happened. So in the second quarter of Friday's game at the SCG, Franklin and Cochin were jostling as players tend to do, but it ended when Franklin gave Cochin a straight arm shove to the chest and then one to the head, but Fez, it is really hard to tell. The match review officer then graded Franklin's contact as intentional, low impact and high contact, which resulted in a one-game ban. But the Swans are going to challenge that it wasn't intentional. If he can get off, he'll be a big in for Saturday's massive match against the Melbourne Demons, who are coming off their first loss of the season. Yep, that one will be at the MCG. The tribunal is set for tonight and we'll have the result in tomorrow's Sport Today newsletter. It's got what you hear in this podcast and much, much more. Head to sport-today.com.au to subscribe or just click the link in the show notes. 
To basketball news now, and Aussie basketballer Liz Cambage has denied she used a racial slur during the scuffle against Nigeria last year before the Tokyo Olympics. A report by News Corp Papers has a video of the incident and quotes from Cambage's opponents about what she said. Yeah, so in this report that was published on Sunday, several Nigerian players say that they heard Cambage refer to them as monkeys. The video, it also shows Cambage elbowing a defender hard in the head and neck, and that's what started the scuffle and the heated words, and shortly after that, the practice match was cancelled. Now, the report says that the Opals players were in support of axing their best player, that's Cambage, from the Olympics team over the incident, even though it was going to hurt their medal chances. But before that happened, word about the scuffle got out and Cambage, she actually quit on mental health grounds. The Opals, they did not win a medal at Tokyo and Cambage has said she never wants to play for Australia again. Yeah, the Opals are playing right now and Cambage is playing in the WNBA. And after a game yesterday, she posted a statement that said the report is inaccurate and misleading and that she did not use that racial slur towards the Nigerian players. Sticking with basketball, but we're going to the NBA because the Boston Celtics are in to the NBA Finals. They beat Miami in yesterday's Eastern Conference Finals, but Gabs, they almost blew a big lead. Almost, but they didn't, Fez. So they led by 13 points with about three and a half minutes to go. So they looked pretty safe, but they actually would have been behind if Miami's Jimmy Butler had hit a three-pointer with 16 seconds to go. He missed, and the Celtics hit some late free throws to win the deciding game seven, 100 to 96. And that means they qualify for their first finals in 12 years. They're going to play the Golden State Warriors, who beat Dallas 4-1 to win at the Western Conference. And the big story heading into this is going to be the finals experience of guys like Steph Curry and Draymond Green. Yep, they'll be up against the Celtics' young star, Jason Tatum, in his first finals. Game one is on Friday, and you can watch it on Foxtel and KO. When Rafael Nadal plays Novak Djokovic at a tennis Grand Slam, it's usually in the final, or at very least, the semis. But tomorrow morning, those guys will meet in the quarters of the French Open in one of the biggest matches of the year. And Gabs, it could be the last time we see Nadal if he loses. Yeah, I love crosswords. And there were definitely (laughs) some cryptic clues here in Nadal's press conference. And that was after his five-set win over Felix Auger-Aliassime yesterday. Now, he says he's approaching the match as if it was his last one in Paris. And some people think that that means the 35-year-old might retire if he loses. Now, it has been a pretty hectic couple of days for Nadal. That was just his third five-setter ever at the French Open, an event he's won a record 13 times, and it does set up that clash with Djokovic, who is the world number one. Nadal, he's only lost three matches in his career at the French Open, but one of those was against Djokovic in last year's semi-final. We'll be up nice and early tomorrow, Gabs, and that's a good thing because the match starts at 4.45 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can watch it on Stan Sport and possibly 9 Gem, but check your TV guides. That brings us to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Who has the better overall head-to-head record, Nadal or Djokovic? Give us a clue, Gabs. Well, I can tell you these guys have played 58 times. Find out the answer at the end of the show. 
For those of you who tuned into yesterday's show, you'd know how much sport there was on the weekend. We didn't even get to the Rugby Sevens, the Super Rugby or the Super Netball, but we could not tell you about the Timber Sports World Trophy in Austria. Gabs, no wood puns, please. All right, I've axed them. Uh, so <laughs> the world's best competitors, they were in Vienna where Aussie Amanda Beams, she came second in the women's event despite being the best all-round competitor. So she finished third in two events and also second in her pet event. That's the underhand chop. And that's the classic event you've probably seen maybe at the Easter show in Sydney where the athlete stands on the log and chops and chops between their feet. The men's comp is a little bit more intense. The athletes there have to chop four different logs using a chainsaw, a two-meter saw, and different axes with no rest. I'm already panicking that I'd lose a (laughs) finger or a foot here. Aussie legend Brad DeLoza, he finished third behind Kiwi Jack Jordan in a time of one minute and three seconds. It is wild stuff, Gabs, and you would definitely Mm. lose a toe at least. (laughs) Uh, I'll put a link to the final in the episode notes so you can get a real understanding of the power these athletes have. And don't worry, Gabs, there's no login required. (laughs) Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye on what's coming up. And we've got a bit of basketball tonight, Gabs. Yeah, and we've got another decider. This time it's the Opals against Japan. It's game three in Newcastle. The series is one all. It's a big warm-up event ahead of the World Cup in Sydney later this year. And you can catch it on Foxtel and KO. Tip-off is at about 7.30pm. Lock it in. Uh, As for today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, who has the better overall head-to-head record between Rafael Nadal and Novak Djokovic? Gabs, I'll give you a clue. It's not a tie. It's actually Novak Djokovic. He leads 30 to 28. There you go. Uh, All right, that is us done for today on Sports A Day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Lucy and Martin will be with you tomorrow on Wednesday. Have a great day and they'll catch you then. 